It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Real, we keep it real with Urban X, real talk, real radio, real radio. I don't care if you can lift a weight or not. I only care if you believe you can lift a weight or not. I can always assist you in becoming physically stronger, but it is you who have to want to be mentally and emotionally stronger. See, there are always barriers that I cannot see because only you are aware they exist. You may not even know why they are there or how they got there. Still, this is why. I have always trained my clients from the inside out because if there is any emotional and psychological unrest, they will never achieve their health and fitness goals, regardless of how hard they work out. They they may have some measure of success during the workout and immediately thereafter. After all, their, their brains are being bathed in adrenaline and dopamine. But as soon as the happy hormones wear off, they will be right back where they started. In truth, it is the moment they turn on the TV or march to the refrigerator when most well-intentioned souls lose their battle to a relentless will. I've always told my clients that I could help them begin the process of achieving their health and fitness goals. Well, at least for the hour we're together. But what they do with the remaining 23 hours of their day would ultimately determine whether they bent the universe towards success or failure. Welcome to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio. I'm your host, Tiaja. Thank you for listening. Today we're going to discuss the much overlooked topic, how to go from motivation to momentum and achieve your health and fitness goals. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Your being overweight was not caused by not going to the gym. So the gym in and of itself is not going to solve your weight problem. That's because there's nothing magical about the gym or any other exercise program you may be doing. It may be fun, it may be rewarding, still there's nothing magical about it. If the gym, for example, were a place where fitness enchantment magically abound, wouldn't everyone who goes there own a quote-unquote beach body? And clearly they don't. But so what, right? At least they're there, right? Well, my friends, that used to be my prevailing attitude as well. That is before I actually started going to the gym. Now, if you currently belong to a gym, particularly one of those cookie-cutter franchise ones, you for sure know what I'm talking about. Not very many people are there to get healthy. They just want to look healthy. Going to the gym or running a mile doesn't change you. The only thing that happens in the gym or during your run is the stimulation of biochemical processes. That is the potential for change. And that potential isn't realized until hours after you leave the gym or end your run. Again, what you do thereafter will ultimately determine whether your workout was success or failure. I cannot emphasize this point enough. But let's first take a look at your body immediately following your workout. 
After an hour's workout, the body sort of undergoes triage. By now, uh, the sugar stored in the muscle in the form of glycogen has been all but depleted. So if you've ever wondered why you felt lightheaded after a rigorous workout, that's most likely the reason why. You've either depleted your glycogen, potassium, or sodium stores, or your magnesium is dangerously low. Let me interject something here that will save a lot of you unnecessary misery. If you haven't worked out in a while, meaning more than several months, do not, I repeat, do not attempt to do any more than 45 minutes max of anything. I have seen people severely injure themselves or collapse from hypoglycemia or exhaustion or dehydration just because they overdid it their first time back to the gym. And this actually goes double for anyone who's recovered from an illness, particularly the flu. You must understand that working out, particularly with weights, not only breaks the muscle down, it also suppresses the body's immunity. Now, if you're recovering from an illness, the body is always going to prioritize the immune system over muscle growth or fat redistribution. That's just the way it is. It normally takes the average person approximately 21 days before the body will begin to build or prioritize muscle growth again. In fact, unless you're eating a balanced diet, the body will borrow whatever it needs from the muscle or fat stores or any other area of the body in order to restore its health. Again, by the time you complete that hour workout, most of the micronutrients have been depleted, particularly two very vital minerals, magnesium and selenium which are responsible for over 800 enzymatic processes in the body. In addition, micro tears have taken place in the skeletal muscles. And those micro tears require the process of inflammation in order to clear out necrotic cells and initiate tissue repair. Thus, inflammation is a necessary first responder of body tissues to harmful stimuli. The muscle soreness we so often equate with a quote-unquote good workout is more a gauge of how much you overdid it than it is a barometer measuring how effective the workout was. Every client I've ever had, and remember I've trained thousands, were disappointed when they were able to walk away from their initial workout on their own power. You know, I even thought about having a wheelchair nearby as a ruse, but was too afraid most would actually request to use it. See, we've been so conditioned to believe that unless you require bed rest and an IV after your workout, that you really didn't train all that hard. And now you can see why it fought so hard and will continue to do so to change the narrative and mindset from fitness to health. Because I can't think of one scenario whereby I would associate going to the hospital with being healthy or fit. Can you? Still, people beg for the beatdown, and when I refuse to go sadomasochistic on them, they go find another dominatrix, I mean trainer. The body seldom changes. It adapts. That's why even after years of abuse and neglect, the body will not change permanently, but rather adapt temporarily with the hope that you will change. The moment we revert back to those habits and behavioral patterns that are beneficial, the body will eventually return to its original set point, regardless of how many times we've teased the needle to either go up or down in its favor. Now professional athletes get to have their pick of the best of everything when it comes to exercise, training, and treatment. 
If an elite athlete is doing a certain workout or routine, it's because the routine pushes them into a new level of fitness. By the way, professional athletes are much more concerned with fitness than health, which is why multiple surgeries and now even CTE are acceptable risks. They're the cost of doing business, if you will, when compared to the potential earnings their talents can garner. So if you've ever stopped and asked yourself why aren't the professional athletes doing CrossFit or purchasing that elliptical trainer you saw on TV, it's because those things are sold to a wanton public who want to feel athletic, who are willing to get fit at all costs. Yet unlike the professional athletes, you are not getting paid millions of dollars to put your body through unnecessary torture. I get it. Health and fitness are their own rewards, right? Look, I realize that it takes great discipline and motivation to achieve an elite body. I have helped hundreds achieve such goals. But I always did so within the context of balance, meaning that working out was not an end in itself, but a means by which to achieve a greater end. In the case of many of those athletes, it was to either pursue their dream of playing high school, college, or professional sports. Still, I always emphasize nutrition and hydration and supplementation and rest, then training, and always in that order. And even those I call the everyday athlete, I've always made health the number one priority before they ever performed one single rep. See, I knew that without a healthy foundation, it would be impossible for them to achieve their fitness goals. And thus, like so many people you see in gyms all across America, they would either burn out, flame out, get desperate, or get stuck. Having the motivation and drive to get to the gym is admirable, but it means nothing to the body unless health is the overriding consideration. Again, the body's sole purpose is to keep you and I alive long enough so that we fulfill our purpose on the earth. That's it. Therein lies the magic. Conversely, getting quote-unquote fit sells a lot of products because it appeals to our vanity, which is why we're willing to sacrifice all to achieve it, even if it means sacrificing our health in the process. Why do you think there are people who take off work when they're sick, but these same people will feel it necessary to push through soreness and pain and illness in order to get their workout in? Does that even make sense? I've known guys who were literally on their deathbed, but just had to get their chest workout in, or women who had to get their cardio spin class in before totally collapsing on the floor. Their motivation was unquestioned. However, one has to question their sanity, or at least their common sense. I mean, what's the point? This is why you know it's not about health. Healthy people protect their health at all costs. They don't play Russian roulette with it for the sake of feeling or looking a certain way. Health is expensive. It costs the body something. And as I've often told my clients, if you're not going to pay for the bill, then don't order the service. Meaning, don't place a demand on the body to undergo all these biochemical and hormonal changes if you're not going to give it what it needs to meet such demands. Because that's what momentum is. See, motivation is bending one's will to do something. It is the stimulus, the reason for acting or behaving in a certain way. But momentum is the force or energy that fuels motivation. 
It is what powers and recycles it. Health is momentum. It is the driving force behind fitness. Without the momentum health lands, you may achieve your highest level of fitness, borrowing from health along the way, but you will not achieve the crown of sustainability and longevity. So you will only achieve the highest superficial level of fitness, but you will not be healthy in mind, body, and soul. Health is the only reality the body covets. Everything else borrows from health. Conversely, health like the universe itself gives back. That's because health is the whole. Ask a loved one you've hurt if your six-pack would be a suitable offering for forgiveness. Or will holding you with a pair of muscular arms make all the pain go away? When we are healthy, we give more than we borrow. We lend more than we take. We forgive more than we trespass. And we gain the necessary momentum to inspire and change the world from our own little corner of the universe. Yes, health is reality. Health is whole. Health is the body's only goal. You've been listening to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio. Don't forget to subscribe to our broadcast on all your favorite social media. And do join us next week as I delve deeper into demystifying the false narrative between health and fitness. Dear friends, I pray above all things that you be in health and prosper just as your soul prospers. Until then, always walk in health and peace. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.